I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. From the top to the bottom, I was raised to be solid. Real at every angle, I ain't worried about the audit. Never see the hate, tunnel vision on the profit. Boss moves if I want it, best believe I cops it. Team so tough, moving silence like the mafia. Trying to get the form whip, probably name it Claudia. Wife rocking Tiffany, that's just another day to me. I be living lavish, that's why these haters be hating me. Stronger than I ever been, never break, never bend. God first, family second, money is like next again. So if you come in for me, pull the trigger, guard and shoot. Kevlar mindset, lifestyle bulletproof. Bulletproof, built tougher than your average. Ultimate hustler, I'm the total package. Bulletproof, I know you see me in your scope I'm the captain of the ship, you just a sailor with a boat Bulletproof, built tougher than your average Ultimate hustler, I'm the total package Bulletproof, I know you see me in your scope I'm the captain of the ship, you just a sailor with a boat Bulletproof What's up everybody? You're on the Bulletproof Mafia I'm Michael Munsterman Today's episode, Man Overboard Yeah, so I'm Thinking about a movie that I watched last night, my youngest daughter just graduated high school, getting ready to go off to college, and this is like was her first night of not needing to be at school at a certain time the next day, and so she, at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, is like, Dad, let's watch a movie. I'm like, all right, cool, let's watch a movie. So I'm looking at a bunch of action movies, and and like I'm, I'm into like why, like not Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, yeah, aerial movies no um sci-fi like anything with a really like really cool effects and real cool storyline like i'm into it and she's like no dad um i want to pick the movie and i want it to be a rom-com romantic comedy with your 18 year old daughter everything inside of me said i absolutely do not want to watch a romantic comedy for a couple reasons one because i cry at movies often cartoons I cry at like action adventure movies like I like I just have found that it's extremely healthy when you allow yourself to carry those emotions and so sometimes I just dodge those bullets I'm not interested in uh, blubbering next to my daughter because some kid on American Idol tells a story that like tear jerks me right like I look my dad died when I was young blah blah, blah and we're living on the streets a church a church sponsored me to be here and I'm by the end of their story and then they sing and it's beautiful I'm just like I hope you win <laughs> but anyway I'm digressing a little bit so I think okay challenge challenge Michael whatever she picks one let her pick two whatever she picks my internal personal challenge was i'll watch it i'll enjoy it but inside of it i'm gonna find a lesson now this is something that i do often whenever i am about to do something that i really don't want to do i'd rather not do it there's a million reasons why i don't want to do the thing that i'm getting ready to do one of the things that i try to do is to find something some kind of a silver lining, some kind of a lesson, some kind of a takeaway that I can apply to all different areas of my life. And what's crazy is we watched a movie called Overboard. And it was about this jerk of a billionaire and he was on his yacht and the yacht was called Birthday Present and this girl, and, and I don't remember the actor and actress's names, like I don't, I don't geek out like that, but I normally probably wouldn't even be able to recite the plot of the movie except for I forced myself to enjoy it so that I could have that quality time with my daughter and I was looking for a lesson to extract so I, that required that I paid attention. 
This guy's being a total jerk to this girl, shoves her off his yacht in the bay, throws all of her cleaning gear off because she was just a cleaning lady and like he was mega rich, like a $60 million yacht sort of a deal. Interesting side note. However much a yacht costs, it costs approximately 8% of the purchase price of the yacht to maintain it annually. So $60 million yacht costs roughly four and a half to $5 million a year for upkeep, crew and fuel insurance, all this stuff. So um, just don't ask me why I know that. Uh, your boy might have or might have not looked into owning a yacht at some point, <laughs> like dream wall stuff there. Anyway, so he shoves this girl off the yacht and then later that, and he's a total womanizer, like just whatever, terrible human being from the appearance of everything that they show. And, and he, he gets knocked overboard, wakes up on a shore completely like no memory has lost his memory this girl finds out that he's in the hospital she comes and convinces him that he's he's her husband gets her three daughters to play along and and like goes through this big long the rest of the movie is about her tormenting the the poor billionaire without his memory and it's an old enough movie that i'm going to ruin it if you haven't watched it if it's something that you want it's literally called overboard you could go watch it it's it's a good movie um, obviously you can imagine how it ends. He gets his memory back and then he chooses them. He chooses family over money at the end of it. And today following that movie. So my takeaway, I'll go back. My takeaway watching this movie, because again, remember, have fun, enjoy the ride. I didn't want to watch a movie, but I, I made a choice like enjoying something, getting the most out of it's a, a decision. It's not a feeling. It's not secondary. You get to pick. The lesson that I took away from it was family's more important than money, right? Like that's a super easy lesson, super easy to extract, but just like, and I went to sleep feeling pretty good. I'm like, I just watched a movie with my daughter that I would rather not watch. But in that moment, I thought after the movie, I thought family's more important than money. And so I said to my daughter this morning or last night after the movie, I said, Hey, what are you doing in the morning? And she rattled off some stuff she needed to get done. I said, well, how about this? How about before I go to work? I'll be a little bit late getting to work. Why don't you, why don't you and I go have coffee? We've got this amazing little coffee shop down the road from us. It's called Post Coffee here in Lee Summit, Missouri. And, and so I, I thought that'll be really cool. I'll take her to coffee. We'll have an enjoyable time. And, and we had really deep, good conversation this morning that I wouldn't have had. And here's what I found. What I like, I'm talking about really, really great conversation. But what I found is normally on the other side of something that's sucky. So, for example, I didn't want to watch the movie. When you do the work, I was doing the work. I was working. I, well, you're not working. You watch the family. Well, that's not true. I did something I didn't want to do for someone else's benefit, which was my daughter. I would have like I literally had clicked on Bumblebee like the Transformers movie with, with Bumblebee in it. And he's the star of that one. I haven't seen it yet. And so I like, I was ready to rent it. And she's like, no dad, I want to watch a rom-com and I don't want to watch that. And I'm like, all right, cool. So on the other side of that though, I got a lesson, which caused me to take action. And then I got a blessing. So do you see how that works? I did something I didn't want to do. I extracted a lesson. And then I, like I, I took action so the lesson was family is more important than money. The next step was I'm going to go to coffee with my daughter as an action item on the lesson that I extracted. And now 
Like I'm sitting in front of this coffee shop with a coffee with my 18 year old daughter chatting with her and she's laughing and smile just beaming across her face. And, and I just force myself to not think about my other responsibilities during the day. I forced myself not to think about the things that I had weighing on me. I forced myself not to think about the lunch appointment that I had and, and how critical that meeting could be and what opportunities it could expose. And, and I didn't worry about any of it. I just took all of that and put it in a box and stuck it aside. And I focused wholeheartedly on my conversation with her. To carry it back, I threw myself overboard. It's just me and her on the little buoy out in the middle of nowhere. There was no one else in the world except for a lady that walked up and said, I just want to tell you, sir, to me, I'm so blessed by your guys' conversations, especially what you're saying to, I assume this is your daughter. And like, think about that. I would have never guessed that making the decision to watch a movie that I didn't want to watch would lead to me taking action based on a lesson I extracted from the movie, which would lead me to a coffee shop with my daughter and being a blessing to a lady that I that I'll never, you know, I might I'll likely never meet again. And it just carries on and on and on. And so this thought of, of this billionaire kind of echoed in my mind after this. It, it it carried on to this point where I'm thinking about, wait a second. So is that the result of doing the work? Is that so tangible inside of the work that there's a result? You know, I think of another time where I just felt an urging to give a pastor $300. And, and later that day, somebody, I think I shared this on the podcast. Later that day, some dude walks in my office like, hey, hey I basically got $1,000 for nothing. Here you go. Inside of my, one of my employees, inside of my company. Just did what you were supposed to. And there's this direct result on the other side. And, and, and it's not about the glory. Hey, Michael, great job. You had coffee with your daughter. Oh, first world, like whatever. It's, it's about this. It's about on the other side of the work, if you'll... Do the work with your eyes open. There's revelation. And inside of that revelation are lessons and opportunity. And if you'll apply those lessons and opportunity, what doors will it open? You know, talking about movies, have you ever seen the movie Yes? I think that's what it is. Jim Carrey, right? Yes, man. Yes, man. It's, it's something like that. Jim Carrey's in a movie. It has yes in the title. And basically, he just has to say yes. No, he has to be honest. There's a different one. I'm mixing two movies. Liar, liar, yes. <laughs> Very good. So um, two movies put together. Yeah, liar, liar, which that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Yes Man, which is where um, he basically has to say yes to everything for a certain amount of time. Is it Jim Carrey even? Yes. Yeah, good. All right, Phil's helping me out here, guiding me through this. My point is, is that his life was so abundantly better because he just said yes to everything. I read a book called, um, and I'm not going to remember the name of the book, so I'm not going to sit here and stress about it. Um, I'll make sure to get the name to, to, the, to Phil when, he's, when he puts this thing up, and, and we'll put it down in the description so you can check it out. Um, but the guy just made a commitment internally. Why say no? Just say yes. And the guy like built this great big empire, like this great big software company, a publicly traded company, all because he just lived in a space where he just said yes. And um, it's really going to bother me if I don't take the time to to remember the name. So thank you to the magic of of editing. I'm back and and I, I, I pulled it up. It's called the surrender experiment. 
and it's by uh, Michael A. Singer. And what's crazy about that is there's another one called The Untethered Soul, both by him, and, and they're really great. It talks about his journey in meditation and creating space. I recommend them to anybody that's, that's listening to this, but here's my point. He built this great big company because he just said yes. What happens to us if we live in a space where we just agree to say yes? What happens to our life? What do the results begin to look like when we just stop fighting the things that we don't want to do and we do the things that that voice inside of us says, go do this thing? How much better is our life? And let's just take the selfish nature of that question and, sw and, and just switch it up a little bit. How much better is the life of the people around us? Is the butterfly effect, is that truly a true, like every little thing, a, the wave of a butterfly's wings cause a, a tsunami on the other side of the world? No, probably not, right? There would be lots of tsunamis. We would, like the world would go into a destroy all butterflies movement. But there is truth to the fact that every single way that we interact with somebody around us shifts and, and changes their life. Like you could go back to a million different decisions if you have children or if you don't have children and think about if I would have done that, if I would have done this, or if I could have shifted that, if that would have changed. Like if somebody said to me, hey, Michael, you can go back to 1987. You can stand um, in front of the driver that's going to climb in a truck and kill your dad and you could stop it all. Here's the key to that. It's through that door. Go ahead. Do that. Save your dad's life. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because... Like odds are almost a hundred million percent. Like the odds of not are, are like 400 and, and it's embarrassing that I know this, right? 400 trillion to one. That if I do that, my daughter wouldn't be born. I wouldn't be married to my wife. I wouldn't have my family. I wouldn't live where I live. I wouldn't be on this mic talking to you. Everything would be different. And how many blessings were created by that one tragedy? How much good was done on the other side of the bad? And, and this is, right, this is crazy deep. But that means that every single day that you choose to not do the thing that you know that you should do inside of your heart, you're potentially derailing a myriad of really great outcomes. Could it be the other way? Maybe. But man, it sure seems like it's worth trying. Because more often than not, I credit my life, the way that my life is today, the way that I live and the way that I see things happen and unfold in front of me, it's on the other side of the work. It's on the other side of the revelations. It's on the other side of the lessons. It's on the other side of doing what you know you should based on what you just learned. It's based on taking the time and teaching the people around you. Here's a concept. Here's a theory. Here's something that you should plug into. You should get acquainted with. This will make your life better. And you just do this again and again and again and again and again. And the results come back at you tenfold. Countless times I've done that with my daughter poured into her. And you know, a lot of people are proud of their kids, right? Of course. But she blows my mind. The way she impacts people, the way she communicates with people, her insight, her depth. And it's not for any other reason that I've taught her to do the work. If you think you ought to, you probably should just do it. It's going to suck. But on the other side of that's win after win after win after win. A year ago, 
I thought, I should write a book. I should write a book. And in my mind, I thought, this will take me three or four months. I'll write the book. I'll get it edited real quick. It'll be published, and it'll be awesome. Well, one year later, and just this morning, I got the finalized files from the formatter. Book cover's done. ISBN number's in place. Everything's the way that everything should be. We should go into print in the next two or three weeks. One year later. Literally June 5th, 2018, I sat on the edge of a beach and began the process of writing my book. One year later, it's done. I have absolutely no idea what impact that book could potentially have on people. I have absolutely no idea what the purpose of me writing that book was. I just felt this calling inside of me, write a book. And so Savvy gets released. It's almost like standing on the edge of the ship yourself, right? Looking over the edge and, and you feel this, this yearning. Like you're supposed to jump over the edge of the ship right now. Well, I don't want to. It's scared. That's a great big ocean. What if I fall? What if I hurt myself? What if I land funny? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Just jump. Just do it. And your lesson might be, I shouldn't have jumped off this boat. <laughs> like, it's a perfectly good boat. I should have stayed. But on the other side of the lesson will be something that you can apply. There will be actionable items you can take. There's just, I know that's corny. Just stick with me in this. My challenge to you the next, this next week, you could literally do this challenge in one day. Tomorrow morning, when you wake up, commit to do everything that you think in your mind, I ought to do this, and then just do it. You wake up at 5.45, I ought to get up, sit up. Well, I'm up, I, I probably ought to go to the gym. Go to the gym. Man, I've been meaning to talk to this person. I know they're upset with me. Call them. Go to them. Have the conversation. Man, you know, my, I feel like I, I've been meaning to talk to my boss. There's something that I've noticed inside the company that I feel like they should just know. Go. Man, I feel like I should just take the day off and, and I'm supposed to go spend it with so-and-so, my cousin, brother, aunt, uncle, mom, dad, do it. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to take the day off and spend it with one of my kids. I'm not sure why. Do it. I'm supposed to reach out to this agent or that person or that advertiser or this media director. I'm supposed to reach out to this employee. I'm supposed to do, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. One day, just one day. And in every one of the things that you decide to do, extract the lesson that you can apply. Email those to me, michael at michaelmunsterman.com. Tell me the lessons that you learned. I'll share them on a future podcast. I just believe that if you'll do this, if you'll go overboard for the things that are put on your heart to do, your life will forever be better. And so will the lives of the people around you. Do it for you. Do it for them. Just do it. Savvy. I'm the total package, bulletproof. I know you see me in your scope. I'm the captain of the ship. You just a sailor with a boat. Bulletproof.